there. I am Quinn Minier, board certified case manager specializing in behavioral health turned host of Mama's Morning Cup podcast. I am a mama of a thousand kids that loves to encourage and inspire fellow mamas to fill their cups with intention. You can find me most days wearing leggings and reading a good book. On this podcast, I am here to remind busy mamas that you are not alone in this journey we call motherhood. I share behind the scenes stories of my chaotic household, tips and tools to help you live intentionally in the areas of health, family, career, and inspiration to prevent burnout by creating intentional living. The topics on this podcast are based on my personal and professional experience, empowerment, along with my opinions and views of this world. And you can also hear from other moms who will inspire us through their motherhood journeys. So grab your morning cup and let's dive in. Welcome back to another episode of Mama's Morning Cup Podcast. We are now in season two of the podcast, and I'm very excited about that. So um, let's jump into what we're going to talk about today. So I want to tell you a story first. Um, One day I took the kids to Arby's after school for a snack which we do from time to time when they have uh, the happy hour that you can get those snack size shakes for a dollar. So we are in the drive-thru and I place the order and we get to the window and the lady goes, are you a delivery driver? I said, um, no. She goes, oh, I was just wondering. Y'all, I tried so hard to keep my composure so I didn't laugh in her face I turned my head and the kids said what did she say I repeated it and busted out laughing now what in the world would make this lady think I was a delivery driver with a car full of kids y'all I couldn't wait to get the shakes so I could drive off and laugh out loud even harder I had tears in my eyes all the way home from laughing. I just wanted to share this funny story because sometimes you just have to laugh at the most random things. This story has nothing to do with what we are talking about today. I actually almost did not share this episode period because I was thinking who wants to hear this? But then it came to me that maybe someone does and for that one person who may need to hear about creating systems to prevent burnout this is for you my friend and I want to apologize beforehand that if you hear my heater blowing in the background sorry there's no way around that I live in Michigan and I think our forecast well our weather the temperature right now is like 10 degrees so sorry so in this episode I want to dive into some systems that are helpful to prevent burnout. 
today I will go through a few systems that I use in my home. And of course, you can take away what may work for you and share with a friend as well. I recommend grabbing a pen and paper so you can write some things down. So, of course, creating systems makes things easier. And I am sure most of us have things we do on autopilot and can just do without thinking about it, right? Sometimes we have to switch up things that aren't working or add a little to the mix so we can prevent being overwhelmed with all the things we have on our agenda. Meal planning and chores are like my top two systems right now. They save time and money. If you haven't figured out yet, I'm a frugal person. I used to say I'm cheap, but I do spend the money when I need to. I just like to spend wisely. Grocery shopping for nine people takes a toll on your finances, especially when five of them are teens who can eat all day long. So a system is going to be a lifesaver. Even if you have one child, you need a system to save time. Okay, so let's talk about meal planning and grocery shopping systems. First, I keep a magnetic notepad on the fridge, which you can pick up at the Dollar Tree and, and tell the kids if something is running low or out, write it down. It does work sometimes, but it's more of me writing things when I notice this list turns into a shopping list that I can just tear off. I ask the kids what they want for dinner in the next week or two. I don't put everything on my menu because they come up with unhealthy things and just no. So I grab a piece of paper and make a week's menu. Seven days, that's it. I don't want to be overwhelmed looking at it. I typically start with dinner because my kids like cereal and frozen pancakes for breakfast when they are home. They eat at school now because the school lunches have gotten better and high school has a variety of foods for a few of the kids. So I typically do taco Tuesday regardless. I do switch up the type of tacos. So it may be chicken, turkey, quesadillas you get the point so that's one day right there Sunday is a bigger meal we don't have lunch on Sundays because I cook earlier and have the bigger meal that saves an extra dollar or two for food and also time Saturdays are typically something easy like pizza, but the idea here is to just make simple meals throughout the week and add snacks to each day, breakfast and lunch if you need to. So with my grocery shopping system, I now with the menu planned out, take that as my grocery list. I order groceries using Instacart, delivery, or pickup, depending on if my husband is going to be out or not. He can swing by the store and pick it up. Trust me, this is the best way to send a man to the store. 
All he has to do is add his parking space number to the app. Since Instacart is two hours or less, I don't have to worry about getting out of the house and getting my little one bundled up. Trust me, having a menu eliminates what's for dinner fatigue. So after I add all the ingredients I need to the cart and add some items from my low one stock list, that's it. I am not putting unnecessary items in my cart, spending too much time in the checkout, whatever. The menu is planned, groceries are stocked, and mom is happy. Oh, and the kids help put it away. So... Um, for the cleaning system, this is my next one. Unto chores, I have a list for this. Again, in my home, there's several of us, so we have chore partners. This was to help the kids bond, stop arguing over whose turn it was to clean the bathrooms, and of course, give me help. Even my little one, who's currently four, has a partner, me. He is a big help too. This boy will be doing his own laundry by the time he's five. He's also an excellent vacuumer. Is that a word? We will run with it anyhow. I don't really care. So <laughs> I wrote each person and their partner's name at the top of the chore chart. They have chores about three days per week. I mix up the chore. For example... One team may have bathroom number one on Monday, and then another team may have bathroom number one on Wednesday, while team one has the kitchen. I'll leave it up to them to communicate with their partner the time they will do the chore, but I have a rule that on Saturdays, they have to have the chores done by 10 a.m., I was raised that house cleaning is done early on Saturdays and I do deep cleaning that day so mama ain't happy if they are sleeping in and not getting chores done. With set days for each chore, the house is getting cleaned and I am not running around trying to do it myself. For those of you who do not have multiple people who can do chores, the concept is the same. Make a list of chores that needs to be done weekly. Make a scheduled day for each chore. Kitchen will be daily, of course, but the others not so much. Don't overwhelm yourself with trying to get it all done on the same day. I made that mistake in the past and all you are doing is making yourself too tired to do anything else. Trust me, with this system, pick a day and be done. What gets done, gets done. I do a five-minute tidy each day, though. So I give myself five minutes to clean one space after I do school drop-off. Do you know how fast I can fold a load of laundry now? Five minutes. Let me tell you about that really quickly. So I started dumping the laundry on my bed after I got it from the dryer. This is because I would leave it in the dryer or the basket far too long and never put it away. Has this ever happened to you? I'm sure I'm not the only person. 
So if it's on my bed, I can't go to sleep with a bunch of laundry covering it, right? So I give myself five minutes and fold it up and put it away. My husband, on the other hand, will push that stuff to the side and fall out. We are not the same. Oh, yeah. I forgot to mention on the chore chart, every team has a laundry day. This way, the washer is not running daily. I save money in my water bill and also it teaches responsibility. If a kid misses their laundry day, they won't have another opportunity until the next week. And trust me, I'm saying that a lot, huh? Some have learned their lesson and haven't done it again. So win-win. I am not totally organized and obsessed with organization like Marie Kondo or Clea and Joanna from Home Edit on Netflix. Love those shows. But with seven children, that just can't happen in my home. One day I went to Dollar Tree. I think a year or two ago during quarantine. Well, yeah, it was during quarantine and bought bins of the same color to organize my pantry. Right. That didn't last very long because when the kids and my husband puts groceries away, do you think they care about my bins? Nope. It took me a while to live with it and stop stressing over everything having a bin As long as it was in the right location, that had to be good enough. I have been binge watching Dollar Tree hauls on YouTube thanks to my sister. And who knows what I may do as far as organization goes in the future. I did, however, recently get my nine-year-old an organization system in her room where... I bought the Dollar Tree bins, the big ones, and then had her put her Barbies in one, her hair things, like extra sweaters, um, doll accessories, and then something else in the other bins. I, I forget, but she tucked them under her bed. This at least keeps her room a little bit more organized. She has so many toys and gadgets that I couldn't stand coming in there and trying to find anything anymore. So I had to do that. So I am sharing these systems in the hopes that you will put a system in place in your home to ease fatigue and clear up time and also prevent burnout. For more systems that I have covered on the podcast, Go back to episode 16 in season one, Clear Tolerations and Create Work-Life Balance, which will help you set up other systems regarding personal and work time management. When it comes down to it, up front, it may take a few extra minutes to set up systems, but in the long run, when things get in ebb and flow, they are the best thing. Saving time and making things easier is like every mom's dream. Well, that's what I think anyway. Let me know if these tips work for you or not. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts and also leave comments over on the show notes, which are housed at quinnminier.com. 
for now, I will leave you to go get a system started. Nothing wrong with starting one at a time. Until next time, my friends, take some intentional time out for yourself this week. Thank you for listening to Mom's Morning Cup. Hit the follow button. Do it next time. Bye.